Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait taking advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And now another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs podcast. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and BetOnline.ag. I'm one of your hosts, Evan, with Sam and Sporty Jordy, always with me by my side for our another episode. I'm very loopy today because I took a bunch of cold medicine, so I sound a little weird. <laughs> Ladies, uh, week nine was very, very very weird yesterday yeah yeah i think that's underestimating it really yeah yeah that is a yes and a very under understatement for yesterday's bizarre bizarro world of games and if you put lots of money on the bills i feel sorry for you uh if you put are we ready for this my mom had three picks in her suicide pool and lost Mm -hmm. them all in one day (laughs) She took the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Saints, and Oof. they all went down. Oof. Yep. And yeah. she made it this far. She had four picks for the season. Lost Oof. one. I can't remember what game. Oh, I think it was a Bengals game that screwed her over, and then she had three left and lost them all on one and Sunday. I, oh, no. I need to send some flowers to your mother. I feel yeah. so, so bad for her. She Because she literally said she was like anything I would have picked. Like she was like, there, there was no way out of it. Like it was just the weirdest day. You couldn't predict it. But wow. yeah, she handled it very well. I, I, I did mention yesterday I was going to do a three-team parlay. I'm glad I didn't do that three-team yes. parlay because I yep. would have lost some money. So, so yeah, let's get into some of the weirdness yesterday. I want to start with the uh, game from last night, the Rams and the Titans. Titans without Derrick Henry, you know, until probably playoffs, but it didn't seem like it 
matter because, well, Matthew Stafford helped out the Titans a lot yesterday with his mistakes, and Titans defense showed up a lot. So, ladies, let me get your your thoughts on yesterday's Titans-Rams game yesterday. This was really ironic, actually, because I remember right as the game was starting, I was like, this is an easy win for the Rams, but with how today went, like, who knows? Maybe the Titans will, like, blow them out. Kidding. (laughs) I was so kidding. And then I'm sitting there at halftime, and I'm like, what alternate universe did we wake up in today? And I wasn't worried for the Titans, like complete well-being without Derrick Henry. Like we talked about it on the show. I thought it was going to take them a week or two to figure it out. And I was like, it sucks that they're going up against the Rams. Like that's just so tough the week after losing him. But then they came out and were just unstoppable. So I don't even know how to process everything that happened. I, I, I was I'm with you on that same same boat because you know Michael Buffer right you know hypes up the crowd in LA and then you're going you know what this is going to be an easy deal and then it was like pick and then another pick I'm like what is going on with Matthew Stafford is this Matthew Stafford for did he did he decide he was back in Detroit all of a sudden and now I was saying I was like is this Jared Goff (laughs) there you go return back to LA this game was I honestly by like halftime I was like I'm bored and I was expecting (laughs) this to be more of the more exciting Sunday night matchups and I was just like oh my god this is just not even a little bit exciting and the Titans really were just like Derrick Henry. It's okay. We got AP. He's going to score a touchdown, even though he's a 36 year old running back. It's fine. We're good. And they, I mean, the Titans defense was absolutely phenomenal last night. Star of the show. Yeah. They, they came out just swinging like a heavyweight in a title fight. They look good. And speaking of Adrian Pearson, he looked pretty good. He did. Not bad. Pretty, not bad for a first game, you know, only being on the team for about a week. He looked incredible shape wise he looks like he's just been training in the office he's not sitting on his couch um you know going forward with their schedule do you think with him do you think he could maybe somewhat be that that cog in the wheel that they're gonna you know just to replace a you know a derrick henry or is, or is ap just kind of like well he had a, he had an okay great game the first game and he's just gonna kind of peter out the rest of the weeks or do you think AP's the guy that to fill in for Derrick Henry. Obviously not to let that level, but yeah. do you think he's gonna be be able to fill in that good for, for Derrick Henry? If they can just keep doing what they did last night, I don't see why not. Like you said, it, you can't replace Derrick Henry. There's right. no one that can come in and put up that kind of numbers. But if Ryan Tannehill can use the receivers that he has plenty of, and if you can have a stable run game with Adrian Peterson, then I don't see why they can't continue this winning streak even without Derrick Henry. And then if they do that and get to the playoffs and Derrick Henry comes back, then it's just super scary. Yeah, very super scary. Yeah, very super super scary. Very super scary. <laughs> yeah, to alternate between the two of them, like kind of the way like the Cowboys do with like Zeke and Pollard, like that, and even like it's not taking away reps from Derrick Henry, but every once in a while, you know, you got to give him a break at some point and putting a veteran running back like AP, and he's doing what he's doing, and I don't know, it, it could be very dangerous could be very dangerous especially if derrick henry's healthy enough to come back for the postseason which apparently the titans will be a part of it seems like at this point and apparently the surgery went well for derrick henry this past week and from what the doctors were saying it went too well to where he's like he could be back sooner than later so if anyone's superhuman enough to do that it's derrick henry so like that wouldn't even shock me listen listen 
I'm sure Jack Henry's like, listen, just tape my toes together. Yeah. Inject <laughs> me with some cortisone. Yeah, and let me run people over. Yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> if Carson that. Wentz can come back from his surgery in three weeks when they gave him a five to twelve week, you know, span of time, I could be Derek Henry like two weeks. He's like, hey, I'm here. I'm good. Put me in coach. They said six to if they said they said six to ten. Ten six to ten weeks. I say he'll be back in a month. I think less than that. Three weeks? I say three weeks. Holy guacamole. (laughs) Yeah. I say three weeks. I, I just because he's just he's a he's a superhuman. He's not of this world, and he probably yeah. is a mutant, has a healing factor like Wolverine, and he'll be back. I say three weeks. I I would. I bet you in about a week and a half, two weeks, you'll get a tweet from Rappaport and maybe Schefter saying, "Titans are saying Derek Henry's probably going to be back in the next couple of weeks," and everybody's and going to lose their mind. Yeah, everybody. Yes, Twitter will just melt, and then I fantasy owners will melt. The happiest person ever, fantasy wise, because I'm like getting by, but barely. <laughs> I need I need him back. Let's let's talk about fantasy yesterday. So I remember that trade I I said I did with Jefferson. You Jefferson for. So well, I was thinking about you the whole time. I was like, what is going on? It was so weird because so my buddy texted me, the one I traded uh, Jefferson to. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Because, Jeff- you know, Justin Jefferson had a pretty yeah. good day yesterday. He's like, oh, he he tweeted or he messaged me like a little wink emoji. I'm like, you're welcome. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, shit. If Justin Jefferson, the guy I traded away, has a good game, I better have at least a touchdown from James Conner. Scores one. Yes. Okay. So paid off. Scores another one. Okay. I'm liking this even more. And then scores a third one. I'm like, yes. And I was playing the number one guy in the league too. Not only did I beat him by over a hundred points, but I have the most points for this week out of all the league. Holy crap. How many points did you score total? 174. Wow. I'm I'm no. the dunce who has Connor on her bench this week. By the oh, way, oh no, oh no. I, well, you're gonna I, you're gonna benefit though because Chase Edmonds is gonna be out three to four weeks. He has a I think a torn or I think he has a high ankle sprain, so he's gonna be out three to four weeks. So you're gonna benefit from that yeah. because Cardinal schedule is pretty pretty decent for for Connor going forward. So Nick Chubb did show up though. Nick Chubb yes. put like thirty yes. points up for me, and I was very appreciative of that because last week he did absolutely nothing, and I was mm-hmm. like, God dang it! Like, come on, buddy. Speaking of that game, I'm glad that that's a good segue, Sam. Uh, the Browns took it to the Bengals yesterday, forty-one to sixteen. Bengals are crashing down to earth, it uh, looks like. And then the Brownies, well, you know, they said, OBJ, we really don't need you because we're going to do this to divisional, divisional opponents. But, uh, Baker Mayfield looked pretty good yesterday as well. Defense showed out. Um, is this is this a, a time to panic for the Bengals or, you know, or the Browns kind of like, you know what, we're going to make a run for this. And who's who's who are you more concerned about? Bengals or is this a blip on the 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 radar for them Mm, I would say that the Bengal I mean a division game is always a lot tougher to go up against anyway and they first of all just came off of a a horrible Jets loss they go up against the Browns who were ready to show up and and win this game because if they if they came back from that Steelers game and then lost the Bengals the next week like they would have been out 
for this for this division. Like it wouldn't have been good. So they came back with a vengeance. They knew OBJ wasn't going to be there. They knew how their offense was going to work. So that's 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 what I think happened. The Bengals, yes, we've seen them do very well. We've seen them do not so well. But I don't think it's something to panic about because it, it, we've we've seen Jamar Chase can do what he can do in his rookie year of all ball things so yes maybe they should be working on their offensive line which jordan and i have been talking about for quite some time but i wouldn't Bengals youtube hates me but it's fine it's it's fine it's but fine you can't be mad at the truth i mean obviously we, yeah. we've said this before look you know we were all kind of like you know why would you take a wide receiver first round you have this high pick you can get one of those guys that you need it's been working out so far but obviously they are they are in still of a need of an offensive line. And if you're going to go try and make a playoff run at this, at least try and get the wild card or the I mean this division is already packed with those guys. Oh, you got to have somebody that's going to protect Joe Burrow, and he just seems to be running running for his life yet again. So yeah, yeah, very interesting. It's it is interesting. And I think they got very lucky with Demar Chase being as good as he is, because mm -hmm. if he wasn't up to this caliber, then their draft would have been a waste and it would have been terrible. So he is their saving grace. It's just it doesn't seem like it's enough to completely make them that complete playoff team they're not consistent Joe Burrow's still out there flandering all the time like they need that one missing piece and I think until they get that mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm 100% convinced that they can make I, I think they could sneak into the playoffs this season still I'm not saying it's totally out of the question for them um, but I don't think they can make a Super Bowl run with their mm -hmm. team right now especially yeah. in the AFC so it's unfortunate. I think they're completely moving in the right direction, but yeah, without that piece, they're they're not going to be able to win the big game. Okay, I like that. Yesterday was. Uh, I love it when the Cowboys get beat. No, I'm not going to your Eagles. No, I'm going to the Cowboys. This this game was. But that was I, so terrible because that was like one of the only times my mom had the Cowboys in her suicide uh, pool. Yeah. So it was one of the only times that we ever needed the Cowboys to actually do well. And then they just did it. And I was like, this is why I hate everything about you. <laughs> the Broncos who trade away their, the face of their franchise, Super Bowl MVP Von Miller got calls about Teddy Bridgewater from the Saints saying, hey, we kind of mm -hmm. want him back. Said, you know what? We're we're good. We're gonna see how we do. Go into Jerry World and make the Cowboys just look utterly a disaster. And I love every <laughs> single minute of it. Not only because of that, because I had a couple people that I knew, friends of mine that were they're huge Dallas Cowboy fans, travel to Dallas and go to that game. And I'm glad that the Dallas Cowboys lost in that fashion because you, Dak is back. Oh, everything's back to normal. <laughs> no, not everything's back to normal because the Broncos made you look stupid yesterday. It was refreshing. It was yes. refreshing to see. But Dak really did not Rusty. look good. Like, he and didn't look good at all. And remember, we were kind of saying, you know what? He's not going to sh have to shake off the rust. But obviously – he had to shake off. Yeah, little we were so wrong. Yes, we were, we were wrong about like almost everything. everything. Yes, to be fair, it was a weird day. It was a weird it was a, day. Such though. a weird day. No, no one. That was all. insane. I, the one I, thing we were right about the Cardinals. Yes, indeed we were. Yes, that's we're one thing we can right cherish. Always, 
I love the Cardinals. I wanted to ask you too a question. So, you know, after that defeat yesterday, are is it time to really look at the 49ers and go, okay, maybe this team isn't as good as we thought they were? Because they just seem to be I mean, yesterday was just it was I mean, they looked like they had no clue what was going on whatsoever. And we all praise Kyle Shanahan and his offensive guruisms, especially for offense, but they just could not get anything going yesterday. Is it now a time for concern for them going forward? Because obviously they're not going to really have any comp. They're not going to be really competing for any kind of playoff spot. I mean, I think they're, I think they're done. They're done for the year. Agreed. So with them, I mean, is it, is it time to say goodbye to Jimmy G? It seems like it just because with the way they're going back and forth between him. Um, I mean, he had, a, he had a decent day, 28 for 40, yeah. 326 for two touchdowns. But still, I mean, that's Something's it. Something's not clicking. Something, yeah. It seems like they're confused because they don't know if they're riding with Jimmy G or Trey Lance. And it doesn't seem like they have a set game plan for either one. It's like they're constantly trying to make things work that will suit the both of them. So I don't think they can find their identity until... And I'm not saying this is the case for all teams. I think if you want to have that quarterback competition, it can work in certain scenarios. And I honestly thought it was going to work for them, but whatever they're doing now isn't clicking. Everyone looks confused. So I think until they figure out who's going to be their guy moving forward, this offense is just going to keep crumbling. Mm-hmm. Cool yeah. with me. Cardinals, man. I mean, the, the fact moon. that the Cardinals, the moon. they did that without, not just Kyler, Diop. but DeAndre wasn't there either. Mm-hmm. And then Edmonds went out. I mean, they're just a great team. James J.J. Conner. Watt's not even playing on that defense right now. Like, it's just – I, I just want to say that Jordan, Jordan and I have been seriously, like, hyping up the Cardinals for, like, a year now. Literally, and I trust want me. people to know J.J. that. Trust me, I was I was I was a big fan of theirs last year. I thought they were going to be a dark horse, and again, I I said they're going to be a dark horse this year too. And they've exceeded expectations of what what they they're going to. I mean, what they're doing right now. I mean, obviously, they're on top of that division with with. They're, I mean, they're firing on all cylinders, man. They're just, I think I have to get a Zachard's Cardinals jersey. Like I think you that's only should. fitting. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I am on board with that. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm okay time. with that. I'm okay with hang that. It, hang it right next to Herbie back here. Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> All it. right, ladies. The Packers traveled into Arrowhead yesterday, and uh, despite losing 13-7, to Packers defense really showed up. Yes. And made you know the Chiefs offense a little stagnant yesterday. But still, Patrick Mahomes does not look like Patrick Mahomes. Um, but pa- I was really impressed with the Packers defense yesterday. Jordan Love, obviously making his first start, didn't – I mean, garbage time is garbage time for a lot of people. But, yeah. I mean, obviously they miss Aaron – I mean, if Aaron Rodgers was there, we'd be talking about the Packers beating the Chiefs yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vice versa. Um, I would say going forward, the Packers are, are one. you know, probably the team to beat in the NFC. I would say a little bit more than the Cardinals, honestly. Their defense looks a little bit better than the Cardinals' defense. But yesterday – you know, Patty Mahomes and company did squeak out the 13-7 win. Are you impressed more by the Packers' defense? Or are you more concerned about Patrick Mahomes' play yesterday? 
I think I'm more concerned with Patrick Mahomes right now just because the fact that, like, if this was last year, this game would have been 42 to seven, just because you know the Chiefs' offense, even up against the solid defense, they would have run over them. And yeah, they still got the win when they needed needed to. They took advantage of Aaron Rodgers not being there, but you only put up 13. So I think, especially with the losses that they had leading up to this, it raises a lot of question marks. I yeah. agree. I agree. For sure. For sure. And I, and- I mean, the Packers defense was great. I'm not taking anything away from them. Like, I was so impressed, but you have to be concerned for the Chiefs at this point. Uh, yeah. And the Chiefs are just, I don't know what in the world is going on or who sold their soul to the devil for that <laughs> Super Bowl and that they're just on the decline now. But my God, it's just like kind of hard to watch them now. And I, and I, you can make the same argument for the Giants defense looking that good against the Chiefs. And you're like, was it the Chiefs or was it the defense? But it seems like the defenses are really taking advantage of this vulnerable Chiefs offense, which is which very it sounds, Yeah, it sounds so weird to hear vulnerable, vulnerable Chiefs offense. Like, I didn't think that was going to happen. It was all. the quickest decline. Yeah. So I strange. was concerned about my fantasy team yesterday because – Mahomes is my fantasy quarterback. I was winning by a slim margin. I was like, dude, just give me one more passing touchdown. That way I can feel a little bit better going into tonight's matchup. And he did nothing. I'm like, dude. My friend traded Patrick Mahomes in a fantasy league. He was like, I don't want him anymore. Okay. Herbert. See, I'm trying to do that, but nobody yeah. will take Patrick Which is like so. Considering, like, I got Derrick Henry at sixth overall in my fantasy in one of my fantasy leagues because Patrick Mahomes went fourth overall. Oh, so wow. think about guys that were like so excited for Mahomes and how Mahomes has been, and then have this kind of season. It's so, so like what? Not on my 2021 bingo card. Like, no, de- wasn't not- on there. I'm not picking Mahomes fourth overall either. Like, no, I think it's stupid. That's but dumb. like, no, it's so dumb. I now I say that I did it like two years ago, but <laughs> it was like my first time playing fantasy, so I wasn't. I was like Mahomes, yay, and it worked <laughs> out. Like that was worth it because he was as good as he was then. And like, I guess for the guy, like you couldn't have predicted him being this bad, but still, it's so risky. Just wait on a quarterback. Very true. And the day continues with the more weirdness by the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) Stunning everyone by beating the Bills yesterday by a total score of nine to six. Josh Allen looked out of place. The other Josh Allen. Incredible. Yes. (laughs) The other Josh Allen who sacked Josh Allen and had a fumble (laughs) recovery. intercepted Josh Allen Allen and and recovered a fumble. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously this is a blip on the radar for the bills, but if you bet on the bills yesterday, I feel sorry for you. And if you bet on the Jags, I'm sure you're just throwing dollar dollar bills. Y'all did anybody do that though? You never know. I mean, I, yeah, there's definitely somebody in the world who did, but like, could you imagine being that person that was like, yeah, I'm betting on the Jags over the Bills. Like everybody would have been like, what? Are oh, you, you insane? You know, I got the, I thought I was freaking nuts when I took the Jets over the Titans. You, Sam, you should have seen their face on the show. Evan's like, this is a clean sweep. And I was like, no, I'm just going to take the Jets today. And but <laughs> like, I, I thought that was crazy. But like taking the Jags against the Bills, that's a whole nother level that I yes. never would have even let myself consider. 
And then the fact that it happened, I was just, it's really any given Sunday. Like, really, that proved it. And to lose like that. Nine it was such six. a terrible game. It was so terrible. The build, I mean, Josh Allen said it. He was like, they played like trash. Yeah. yeah. It was not not a good game whatsoever. And and the Bills were just, I don't know, maybe they went in too confident the same way. Like uh, that that game reminded me of like week one, but worse. Like I have a feeling after this, the Bills are gonna go on a tear. Like they are just gonna be like, nope, 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 nope. I mean, they have the Jets next, which I'm like very excited for because apparently Mike White's coming back and I'm stoked. I I hope he comes back. I, I love really Mike White. I, I hope to see it. I, I'm like I'm in a fan club for Mike White now. It makes fantasy value for Michael Carter go up too because when Mike White was in there, Michael Carter was fantasy relevant. When he's not, Michael Carter is no. Is he's a he's a flounder. And that's a good segment to go into, which is floundered or flourished. I mean, then we're going to have like intro music and stuff coming up. For this <laughs> and now it's floundered or flourished. I need to change that, whatever. Um, so, ladies, give me some some fantasy players yesterday that really flourished yesterday for week nine in fantasy. Well, we already kind of hinted at this, but you can relish in this a little bit more. James Conner was like he's been decent. All year, stable, somewhat consistent, like nothing bad to say about him, but him stepping up and flourishing in a moment where you absolutely had to without your starting quarterback, without one of your star receivers to be that pivotal. P- that was not a word, but you know, that's not I'm a word, but hey, we know where you're going. With Thank it. you yeah. to be. I don't, I'm not even going to try and say it a second time because I don't think it's going to work again anyway. So okay. to be that like much of a contributor in your offense in a time where they desperately needed it. That is how you step up and help your team and everything about it was beautiful. Yeah. I'll, gi- I'll give you some, some running backs also that flourished yesterday, Melvin Gordon against the Dallas Cowboy, him and Javante Williams both had, both had uh, pretty good days. Javante Williams with his first hundred yard rushing uh, game and Melvin Gordon with 80 yards and a touchdown. Your boy, Jordan Howard. Had a decent He's game. He's killing it. Too. So if I want to uh, pay him right now. <laughs> I don't want anyone else to get him. I want him as an eagle permanently. So if you don't, if you need a running back, maybe for the flex position, maybe look at Jordan Howard, who seemingly seemingly has uh, been rejuvenated by going back to Philly uh, after being gone for so long. Sam, give me some players that uh, floundered yesterday in fantasy. Um. Well, one of them definitely, like, I'm just looking at my own, <clears throat> uh, you know, roster here from my bench i mean we were talking about the browns earlier joe burrow put up 7.3 points as a quarterback which is horrible and i mean Um, josh allen has 9.5 sticks in my starting lineup so and and even i had the browns defense which worked for me um and it it just that he was just not not working at all and also i have mark andrews as my one of my tight ends and i always expect him to put a lot more points up and like he only put nine and a half points up this week and that's just very disappointing for me because there's like that one week him and Lamar both put up like 40 points each and I was just like this is the best day of my life because I have Lamar too but these guys were just not good CD Lamb as well I know did not CD Lame as more like it CD Lame what he put like I think he put like four points up uh yeah Yeah, he uh, 4.3 points like not good 
Uh, I'm a proud owner of CD Lamb, and I was very wonderful yesterday. Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm I'm really gonna lose because of CD Lambasted or CD Lame because yeah. he's lame. And yeah, Tyreek, also... Tyreek, yeah. Um, I also don't know why I keep putting Robbie Anderson in my lineup, and then I just keep being hurt because he had one point two points. Oh, this why? Is also... Why are you? Why are you? Why do you have any Panthers wide receivers? In I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I really thought I drafted him in one earlier. Week. Um, I think he had like one good week, like one, oh. maybe. Like the the only wide receiver I can see having from the Panthers would be DJ Moore, but that's yeah. No, that's... I don't know why I keep having faith. I'm like, this is gonna be the, this is gonna be the week that Robbie Anderson does really well, and it never comes. No, and it's gonna be the week where I officially like drop him, and then he's gonna put up twenty. I mean, but, if you saw the sideline kind of disgust that Robbie Anderson was yeah. yelling at Sam Darnold yesterday, if that told you anything about. Yeah, no, that was that looked pretty toxic. I was like, oh, yeah. no, oh, yeah. no, no. Sammy is day to day now, too. Something is he? something happened. Yeah. Um, there was a, it, was, was it because he stinks or <laughs> there was a and funny. I, love him. I don't mean that, but like, I'm just frustrated because I defended him so much and it's not looking good. Yeah, there was there was a funny meme yesterday where it was of Robbie Anderson. It was like the look when you see your ex girlfriend coming into the bar, and he's like, like that. It was so. Funny. I know that look. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Jordan can see that look sometimes. <laughs> some hey, other ones. Hey. Some, <laughs> some other uh, some other fantasy f- uh, flourishing yesterday for tight ends with George Kittle with a great day with seventeen <laughs> points, out of one hundred yards, a touchdown, touchdown. Uh, Dan Arnold from the Jacksonville Jaguars with about uh, eight points, 60 yards, and four receptions. Tight end losers, Dallas Goddard from your Philadelphia Eagles, and also uh, Tom Sweeney, who's filling in for uh, Mr. Dawson Knox on the Bills with a two-point game against the Jags yesterday. For flourished and floundered. Uh, I want to go back to the QB part of the, the, the flourished. Matt Ryan had a very good day yesterday, and Josh, John- Josh Johnson – from the Jets also had a good fantasy week. Good for Josh that, Johnson. Yeah, Josh, I want to give him kudos because he laid it all. I mean, interception that ended the game for them was not like it got tipped and it went right into their head. Like it wasn't him. He did everything he could and you could see like the distraught on his face after. And I felt so bad because he really brought it back for them. Like he did everything he could and it was just an unfortunate end, but I have respect. I love the Jets backup quarterbacks. Apparently they have yeah. a gr- they have great depth in New York. Listen, uh, once Joe Flacco gets activated, it's I know. over. Yeah. It's over. No, don't say, don't say that about Mike White. He's coming back. He's going to be yeah. rocking it. True. He's true. Rocking I want to Mike White, White is QB one. Exactly. I'm quarterback Mike White. I'm declaring it. <clears throat> USF bowl graduate. He's, he's, he's QB one in my eyes. Go, go dead. Before we get on. I don't know. We should just tweet out to him. Yeah. Mike White, uh, we are your number one fans. <laughs> before we head on out, I want to congratulate Sam. Your Giants uh, won yesterday against the Raiders. I feel I, I kind of want to hug the I Raiders. I told you guys. I kind of want to hug the you. Raiders, though. I feel bad for the Raiders, man. No, I, just don't. Had, I don't. They're not like that team. You just want to give a big bear hug and go, it's going to be okay. No. 
No. No. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Okay. I think the Raiders I think the Raiders lost this game. I think we we won fair and square. Like you can make the argument like, "Oh, the Raiders were that bad and the Giants got lucky." Like, no, I think the well, first of all, I think the Giants defense did phenomenal yesterday. And yes, Daniel Jones did not have his best game ever, but shocker. We put enough points <laughs> up on the board. Listen, I love Daniel Jones. I am slowly Sam falling is a Daniel, Daniel Jones apologist. I <laughs> will die on this hill. I do not care. Um, but yeah, it's a, I, I it's mean, a hill of I'm, one, Sam. It's a hill of one. So you'll be done. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with living up here by myself. I get some time to myself. It's fine. But um, but yeah, no, I think the Giants really did fairly well. We're going into our bye week with a win, and, and I'm just I was very stoked. I even texted Jordan. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. And she was like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, every we team could. in the league basically upset. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's perfect setup for the Eagles. No. It's no. a good segue because I was just about to bring that up that uh, <laughs> Eagles losing yesterday. But you lost to the Chargers. I mean, you can't it's be fine. Yeah, you can't be the, that mad. I mean, and I'll put it this way: I didn't. I no part of me actually expected to win that game, and for us to be in it, our defense. Law. I was actually impressed with Jalen Hurts for the first time in a couple weeks. I was impressed with Nick Sirianni's play calling for a couple weeks in a row now. So that's big. And then I just want to punch our defensive coordinator in the face, and then uh, get him out of the way, and I feel a little bit better. But I called it too. Yeah. I said Justin Herbert's going to have a multi-touchdown game too. Yeah, he came through for we me. He looked great. Did you see I mean, someone I, threw flowers at Nick Sirianni? Just yeah, about Evan to bring that up. Me in it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, they should throw it at Gannon and not Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Nick Sirianni had a good game. He really did. <laughs> it was our defensive coordinator that makes me question my entire existence at this point. You guys are zero and four in the division. Oof. Um, and we're zero and four at home. Oof. What since like Philly like. That's like the most mind-boggling thing to me because every year it's like we stink, we stink, we stink, but home field advantage. There's something special about being in the link. There's like there's energy there. And to be 0-4 at home is absolutely redonkulous. But whatever. I digress. It's okay. It's all good. All right. We're gonna get on out of here for another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Ladies, before we get on out, any last news, notes, spilling of the tea, anything like that? Tea? No. Um, oh, uh, I got some tea. Uh, OBJ has said he would want to play for Seattle with Russell Wilson. It's one uh, of his preferred destinations and also San Francisco as well. And did you hear what he said? That he would it would be bad if the wrong team picked him up? Like the audacity. Yes. I know. And then did you hear the, the Lions? Wire? They were like, yeah, we're not going to bother. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we yes. won't worry about it. <laughs> Listen, all props to OBJ's talent. Like he is a good wide receiver, but damn, you would make a stink if a, if a team picked you up and you didn't like that team. Like, who do you think you are? I I always thought he was overrated because he had that one catch, that catch, and that's it to me. Other than that, he's he's – Another diva wide receiver who's, you know, you're on your way out of the league, man. You're going to be another Ocho Cinco and another, you're going to be another T.O. Unless you just so- go on Dancing with the Stars and live your life, okay? Yeah. Hey, AP was supposed to go on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and he said, no, exactly. I'm going to sign with the Titans. So maybe he'll go on Dancing with the Stars. So, oh, well, you know, maybe he'll win something there. If, if the, the, the Seahawks, <laughs> if, the Seah- if the Seahawks did claim him, would that, would that I work think that out? would be so dumb of the Seahawks to do yeah. so. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Seahawks have enough offensive weapons. They need a defense and they and need the whole, a new line. The whole point is Odell wants touches. He wants catches. Like, he won't get that with DK Metcalf there, too. Like, he yeah. needs to go to a place Tyler where they Lockett, have, Like, they're fine. They have no wide receivers. That's where, wherever he needs to go. They Atlanta. have no, nobody. That's- Atlanta's 4-4. Four and four. They're right in the mix. They need a wide receiver who can get touches. Atlanta. I think the perfect. problem is he won't look at the bigger picture, and he'll I be know. like, oh, the Falcons. They're the Falcons. That's the problem but with him. Exactly. Go to Falcons and be the difference maker and remake a name for yourself. Like that's how you're gonna get to the next level, dude. I wish I wish Chip was on this tonight's episode because he'd be he'd be like throwing things at his screen if I'm mentioning OBJ gonna go to the Falcons, because I'm know. sure he would he would hate that. <laughs> I mean they're and they're I'm, four and I'm four. I'm fighting for New England. I think and, New England yeah, is I, the best place for him right now. Why not? Did I you guys see uh, either or Falcons, Falcons, Falcons are yeah, he had the really high up. <laughs> Bad uh, sweatpants. Yeah, he looked like a grandpa. The epitome of fashion. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was. If he would have made it more like styled, if he had like the hoodie, and then you see like the hoodie tucked into the pants, walking in with a gold chain, that would have been great. With a gold chain, imagine Bill Jack <laughs> with a gold chain and a cross, <laughs> a paper uh, dazzle cross. <laughs> says next question. <laughs> oh next question. my god. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the FU Dogs Pod at both locations. Smash the follow and subscribe buttons on YouTube and also Twitch because we are banned on Facebook. So <laughs> we don't know why or how. We don't know why. So F, F Facebook or wait, Meta or whatever it is now. So Meta, uh, yeah. Yeah. So for myself, Sam and Jordan, we will see you guys on the next episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast, brought to you by Believe and BetOnline.ag. Have a great Monday. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.